What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok. You can find me on LinkedIn, all over the place. If you go to the link in my Instagram bio, that's basically where you'll be able to find me anywhere on the internet. Now, on today's episode of the podcast, I want to talk about something that I think I do. I get some comments sometimes. Some people ask me, do I collect or am I a collector or am I an investor? And also, it's along the same lines. It's similar to like why I like buying and buying sports cards, basically. Now, it's something that I've been trying to figure out actually myself um, from a from a standpoint of somebody who I also am buying cards because um, it helps with content. Like when I buy. Um, for example, like last week, I bought the uh, Kylian Mbappe and Jaden Sancho Topps Living Set cards. Uh, that became a piece of content for me because then I was able to look into those cards and find more more information about them and be able to share the information. Um, but there was something about like finding finding a concept of something that I think would be a good. Um, investment so i mean for for me at least from a standpoint of why i mostly buy cards it's because i want to i'm only really buying them if i believe that there is more there's value for the cards in the future for the most part here and there i'll buy like random stuff if i like it but like for the most part i'm only buying cards that i believe will have future value um and i mean that's the one thing with sports cards realistically i'm not buying stuff that is like like, I mean, for example, like, I wouldn't buy a card that I think, like, I don't particularly buy that many uh, prospect cards uh, because, like, the pricing of those. But, like, soccer is one example. Like, if even even though I'm buying that with, because the market right now is so low that, like, realistically, there's no way that it can really be any cheaper than it is now, in my opinion. Like, that's one that's one thing that I look at like the low risk um I think with some players there's even low risk high reward for low prices like because if you're looking at like a Drew Brees or you're looking at like a Peyton Manning coming up or in the for the uh Hall of Fame or like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers you're looking at quarterbacks in the NFL like that or like a Mike Trout or I mean I would say Betts is probably in that same kind of same kind of area like those are higher price cards that have low risk but like i'm looking at more like lower risk lower price higher reward type cards and you know i think there's some sort of like thrill like when i am when i find something that i like and then i find the card and then i find the the pricing of the card is right around what i want to pay you know i'm not sure what it is or it's something like putting in because then there's also times where i'll put in an offer for somebody on eBay because the car will be buy it now and they'll accept the offer. Like like over the summer, like I bought some Rolandino cards and the seller had like who he, it was this person was the only seller of these cards. And um the only the only seller of the cards had like twelve maybe or ten. I forget exactly how many he had. So he so I put in an offer for all of them. Uh and he accepted the offer. And then he put more of the cards up, and then I put another offer, and he accepted the offer. And then I, he put more cards up, and then I put another offer, and then they accepted the offer. So, like, there was something about 
I don't know. It was something about like finding a card that is like rare, sort of, but then finding it for like a good price. And with soccer, that's what you're going to find across the board, essentially. But like with other sports, it's going to be a little bit tougher. You might have to, you'll have to find the, the angles you have to take are a little bit tougher. But that's what I like about the cards themselves. I like trying to find the angle that I can take to find a card that I think has value that maybe no one knows about. And that's something that, like, I think I, that's one thing that I like. I like being able to recognize stuff that other people haven't seen yet. And, I mean, Holland is an example of that, where over in December, like, granted, he scored a hat-trick in the Champions League group stages, so it's not like he wasn't on people's radars, but, like, he's the only teenager that has... 10 goals other than Mbappe who had 10 who had 10 goals in the Champions League. So like that seems like something that like being right about that is another thing that like I'm trying to that I like doing. That I like I like predicting stuff and but like not just predicting like uh like I don't know if you had a couple years ago if you had been like this, the the Warriors are gonna win the title this year it's like oh thanks or that's like a really hot that's a hot take and it's like obviously they have the three best players in the world like or the three best players in the NBA basically like that's obvious but like if you were to say now like if you were to look at like I don't know like a Kevin Durant or Steph Curry or Clay Thompson, like I think it would might be a hotter take to say like those are good investments right now, considering that they're injured. Um, but I don't know. That's not, not not exactly a great example, but like just other random stuff. Like over the summer, like instead of I, I mean I bought Luca as well, but I also was looking for other investments that were cheaper that I think had could have a good return. So like. I was buying, like, Bam Adebayo. I bought, like, a lot of 10, I think, for, like, $16 or something like that. And now I think I'm about to sell one of the cards for, like, 8 or $9. So it's, like, I look at something like that, and that is interesting to me. I mean, and, I mean, obviously, the money part of it is obviously interesting. Like, you want to – I always am trying to – there's always going to be some sort of money involved when it comes to what cards I want to buy. Like – I mean, another example would be like, or an example of maybe one that didn't exactly work out was like, which I don't think this has played out yet, so I still think that the cards were good, um, were Becky Hammond. So uh, at the beginning of the season when Greg Popovich got kicked out uh, of the game, it was Becky Hammond and Tim Duncan were the assistant coaches on the Spurs. They became like the head coaches, which a story came out that it was more Tim Duncan rather than Becky Hammond, but... Becky Hammond is the highest she's the, she has the highest position in the NBA for a female and I think that could play out if she becomes a head coach somewhere where like so I bought her cards like I bought her oldest cards cuz technically her rookie year was 20 or 2002 and the cards are from 2003 I believe so they're her first card which like I said I don't think that concept has had that concept hasn't played out yet like and that concept might not play out for another two or three years but like I bought three of those cards um and I think that's kind of something that maybe other I don't know maybe other people recognize it but like from I my approach is more from like a content standpoint where 
something happens uh, in the news that's interesting to me, and then I kind of look into it. Another example of kind of some content stuff that I had thought of over the summer was like I was looking at 30 for 30s, like the ESPN 30 for 30s, and trying to figure out like if players that had a, their own 30 for 30, if their cards eventually one day will inc- would increase in value because of uh, because of their movie. And I also think that's not, um, I also don't know if that's played out yet because like the move, the one that I had found was the Brian Bos, Bosnick, Boswick, uh, 30 for 30, Brian and the Boz. And I found his cards, um, and they were like fairly inexpensive. Um, I need to get, so nineties b-ball cards on Instagram. I need to get him on my podcast because I need to ask him the question, uh, I asked him through the Instagram, uh, through the Instagram direct message about if he thought that he saw, he could see a return in uh, '90s cards coming back, like base cards, and I mean inserts are always kind of gonna have a market. Like that's his like niche is like insert cards. Like he talks about basically all of '90s cards, but like a lot of the stuff that a lot of his content is based off of like inserts. Which I mean, the insert from the '90s were crazy awesome so like that's one thing but like i think that the 90s cards could have a return similar to what vintage is now because as we as we continue throughout the years those 90s cards even though there are so many of them they're going to have a similar timeline as those vintage cards like vintage is pre-1970 so like I'd say it maybe takes another 10, 20 years for those 90s cards to really be um, looked at as, like, vintage kind of stuff. But at the same time, like, they will eventually have that timeline where, like, right now, 1970 was 50 years ago. 50 years ago from 1990 was, that'll be 2040. So, I mean, that's obviously a lot down the road. That's pretty far down the road. But still, I think, like, that's one thing that, like, I like coming up with opinions about a thing. and But then I also like sharing the opinion as well. That's kind of the other thing that I've done, that I do and that I wish I did more. Like, I just think that sometimes I, sometimes I run into an issue where I like to make content about, like, random stuff that I'm interested in. And I think sometimes not everyone is always as interested in the topic as i am like the 30 for 30 cards like i thought that was i thought that was extremely interesting but like when i made a post about it it didn't really people weren't as interested as i expected um and i mean that happens on the podcast sometimes too like where i'll talk about some random topic that i think is super interesting um but then it'll be like other random episodes that people will reach out to me and ask me questions about or they'll say that they like the episode or something like that so I mean, those are some of the reasons, like some of the reasons why I like buying sports cards. It's like, I think probably the number one reason is, is finding something that maybe other people don't see yet. Like, it's not that I didn't, it's not that people didn't see like the Kobe and KG and Tim Duncan cards going up in value from over the summer, but like the pricing of them was like super I it was um I think I talked to Sasha about this. It was the last time that I looked at something and I was like that doesn't make any sense why it's this price. 
that's when honestly, and I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't go like all in there. Like, because in my eyes, I looked at the LeBron cards. I looked at the LeBron tops rookies and those were like 400 at the time, which now I think they're almost, they've got to be in the eight to 900. I haven't checked, but it was the last time that I looked at something and I said, why it, it almost was like the Zion cards. Like realistically, I wish I had bought more Zion cards because like when those were $45, I was like, this is high, but like it almost doesn't make any sense. And there's no way that it isn't going to be higher when he comes back from his injury. So like, I want to try and go more all in on cards like that. Um, it's just not, well, so now a lot of the cards that I bought over the summer are kind of seeing some more returns, like the Luca cards, um, the Mbappe cards are kind of seeing a little bit of a return, but I I don't want to sell those particularly because I think, honestly, those ones have a little bit of a sky... Those ones, I think, are going to skyrocket, and I mean, actually, this is kind of a good example with soccer in general. Like, I've been preaching about soccer since the summer, um, and I've been kind of more, more closely watching the sport since the summer. And I've been telling people, you got to buy these cards. And like, now they're going up and, you know, I think there was like five or six people that I know that were really in at that time. So like when these cards go crazy, I'm just wondering where I'm wondering if people are going to recognize like the people that were like the ones that were saying to buy these cards. I mean, I hope they do, but, and even if they do and like, I'm not one of them or like if, I don't know. I mean, is it maybe the credit that I like about being right about something? Um, that's probably why I like also stating my opinions about stuff is because like when I'm right, I can then go back and say, this was, this, these were times I was right. Um, I mean, and then I can also even go back and say like, these are times that I was not right, but I mean, I don't know if it, there are more moments so far in my sports card my sports card journey maybe that I've been right or like not wrong in the sense that the cards have gone down. Like maybe Baker Mayfield. I mean, I, I, I wasn't telling people to buy Baker Mayfield last year, but like a lot of my football posts about cards were about Baker Mayfield. So like you could maybe say, well, that was uh wrong in the sense that like I was saying that certain cards were a certain value. Um, which I think on this ep an episode this weekend, I I pulled some data of um, the five big rookie cards in my opinion that for basketball and it could be for football as well. It's just Panini, football and basketball basically. But I just pulled I pulled data from Luca and Trey. So uh, make sure this weekend you check out that because I think it was it was fairly interesting. I mean, it was I was comparing the pricing and like percentages for each of the cards and stuff like that. I think I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, but so, like, I and, – and I don't even really go back that much, go back that far. I mean, the Holland thing I have posted about a couple times because, like, it's blowing my mind that, like, I wasn't really – when in December I had been following soccer since, like, for, like, six months probably. And so, like, that was just somebody whose name popped up in the news – and it was like the reason I was saying was because he was one of the players that played for us who was good that played for a smaller team. Like the thing that I was saying, that's what I was saying was look for players in the Champions League that are on smaller teams that could jump to a larger team. 
Um, and Halan then moving to Dortmund was actually perfect because like he then moved to a he moved to like a semi large team in a in a probably the fourth third or fourth biggest league in the world, Dortmund, and has absolutely dominated. So like now the next move for him is going to be to some uh, Premier League team, and I think. I will see where his cards land when it comes out with Topps Chrome, either Champions League or Bundesliga, but like that was one time. This is one time that I have gone back and been like, I was so right about this guy. Uh like this is a this is a podcast from December. It's almost like one of those Gary V clips where it's like half the screen is the old clip and then half the screen is the new clip. Um I mean I think I don't know. I, I I think I'm hoping eventually, like when we when the podcast gets larger, that somebody will be able to go back uh, and listen and find takes that I was correct about. I mean, I could maybe do that myself, but there's like at this this is this is the seventy first episode of the show. So like to go back and listen to seventy other episodes, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could do it. Also, on that same note. I want to thank everybody, and I should have done this at the beginning of the show, and I'm actually disappointed that I forgot to do this at the beginning of the show. I want to thank everyone for listening last week. So last week we uh, had the largest listenership of any week we've ever had. Um, each episode just absolutely crushed like so many listeners, and it was so awesome. Uh, so I want to thank everybody. If you're coming from TikTok, if you're coming from Instagram, or maybe you're just maybe you don't know that you're just listening to the podcast. Like I want to thank you for listening because that's, I mean, it's so crazy. Like when I the numbers, I looked at the numbers. I was crunching the numbers, and every day I looked at I, like it, the numbers slowly roll in. So like I wake up in the morning, I'll check, and every day it was like it was absolutely insane. Like when I saw the number from the day before, it was absolutely insane. So I want to thank everybody for listening last week if you shared the podcast i mean that's absolutely ridiculous if you i mean if you followed from instagram if you, i don't know it's crazy it's like it's so awesome um that everyone listens and i really appreciate it um i don't really have anything else for i don't really have anything else for this episode i mean i think that's i think that's a probably a pretty good way to wrap it up i want to thank everyone for listening to this episode and I want to thank everyone for listening to the previous episodes. And if you're new here, welcome. Thank you. If you want to share the podcast, uh, that'd be awesome. If you want to leave a review on iTunes, I, there was one guy that left a review or a girl. I don't know. It could have been whoever it was. Left a review and they said something about like being on Instagram Live was a bad idea for a podcast, which I was like, that's hilarious because you took the time to write that comment out and give me a one-star review. So thanks. Uh but so that's it. I mean, that's going to be the episode today. Uh, you know where to go. Instagram. Uh, Instagram link. That's where you can be able to find me on the internet everywhere. Everybody, uh, thank you so much. I will see you in the next episode.